Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life, and of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, Sophie and I will be chatting with Kira, who sprinkled her pixie dust at Raglan Road in Disney Springs. This is so exciting. Hi, Kira. Hello, thank you so much for having me on today. Of course, we're buzzing to hear about it. We are big fans of Raglan Rose. I used to spend many a night there getting drinks, watching all the performers. Like it's just it's a great night. It is. It's a fun place, such a good atmosphere. Like when you get it on a good night, it is buzzing, which is brilliant. Yeah. It yeah. Is, it's it's one of those like I think it's very similar to the Rose and Crown in the sense where like you can go and it's just a chill environment. That's why people love it so much and it's constantly popular like if you don't have a reservation you're going to be waiting a while to get mm-hmm. in um, oh definitely yeah I have yeah. to and I even have... like yeah sorry sorry Kerry you go you go <laughs> sorry you know even like you know the people there like everyone is so chilled out and like the managers are great because most of them are Irish as well so you get the real experience of the laid-back Irish character you know you get the whole experience which is so much fun Brilliant. I mean, I have to shout out um, our good friend Jane Morgan at this point because she was a Raglan Road regular. Um, she'd be there like at least once a month eating a, what would she have, Sophie? Patty. She had a patty and a pims every yeah, time. Every time. Nice. So shouting out to <laughs> Jane Morgan. But obviously we have got so much to get into um, today. Before we start though, I'm guessing, before before I ask this actually, Kira, with Raglan stuff, do you have a blue ID? Do you have access to the parks and stuff while you're over there? Yeah, we do. We do. So because we're working technically for the company that like the entertainment company that hired us, we're, you know, working for them primarily. And then we're under the umbrella of Disney. So we get to do tradition and then we get the blue ID and our cast member ID. So we get all the perks as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Amazing. Well, that leads into my next question. I just didn't want to ask if you're happy to do a Disney quick fire if you didn't get to go in the parks. And I was like, they're not going to send you all the way to Orlando and not let you in the park. So thank God they did. (laughs) And so I'm going to hand over over to Sophie for a Disney quick fire. Okay. So first thing that comes to your head, all right. Favourite park at Walt Disney World. Animal Kingdom. Yes, thank you. We are on the same wave. Like, you know what? Yeah. Epcot's, Epcot's yeah. getting no love in this in this quick fire. Like, Ep- no. I don't think anyone said Epcot <laughs> yet in this whole show. Like, yeah. okay, favorite show at Walt Disney World? Ooh, I'm between Fantasmic and The Lion King. Mm, they are both really good. They are. I'd say you'd have to go with Fantasmic. Mm, okay, it's, it's nostalgic as well. Like it's been there yeah. so long, you know. But I, and to be fair, you know, you could just do a full day and just do both. You know, you could show too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite ride at Walt Disney World? Ooh, either Space Mountain. Actually, I'm gonna go with Space Mountain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I think you're one of the only people to say that as well so far. Really? Uh huh. Which is I crazy. So exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a classic one. ride. Yeah. Love it. I just love the I love the feeling of like near death on that ride. Like if you put your hands up, they're probably gonna fall off, you know? Like it's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially like I'm six foot one. So when I was on it, I'm so tall. So I'm like yeah. shrinking into my seat. I'm like, <laughs> don't chop my head up, don't chop my head up. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, Fear no way. Mm-hmm. And last one, if you could work anywhere at Walt Disney World in a role that you've never worked, what would you do? Ooh. I think, I I know this is so cliche, I'd love to be one of the princesses. Oh, I yeah. think that would be just the cutest job ever. Like, yeah. I mean, you'd also meet some 
pretty annoying people but like you'd meet some amazing people too i think it'd be so much fun 100%. i agree love it yeah. amazing well now we are all disneyfied let's get into your journey kira so um obviously everyone has a story um to how they ended up applying for um their time at disney are i'm i'm really interested and i think everyone's gonna be really interested to hear your story because um you are first raglan cast member on the show and um as much as uh, we are close um in distance it's still a completely different process um to working in the uk pavilion on the crp so tell us what um what was the reason you ended up applying to work at um disney world okay so my story is a little bit quirky because so i it kind of fell into my lap in a way. So I have been playing music my whole life. I've been touring since I was really young. You know, my whole family are musicians. So, you know, music is just what we do. Um, but then when I went to college, I decided to study art. So I did design and um, production design and costume design. And in my third year, I was struggling a little bit. And they were like, you know what, why don't you take the year off? Go and explore a little bit. I was like, yeah, okay. So I got offered this tour, which I couldn't refuse. And I was like, okay, this is brilliant. And then that tour ended and the musical director of Raglan Road at the time, I think he still is, David Hayes, contacted me because I'd worked with him before on recordings. And he said, hey, would you be interested in, you know, moving to Orlando and working in Disney for a while? And I was like, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so um, it turns out that my cousin had actually done this gig five years before I did but it was a different management at the time so different music director and everything so I didn't really put two and two together and then a few of my friends then from the music world would be like oh yeah I did that gig too I was like wow okay because I had never heard of this yeah. properly so Dave was on to me and he was like yeah cool so we're going to do a month of rehearsals in June here in Dublin so I was like great didn't know what was going on didn't know who was going to be my band anything showed up at the rehearsals, which were 15 minutes from my house, met um, Colin, the singer from Kerry, who then was in my band from day one till the end, his, uh, in Tradgad, our band. And I mean, the first three weeks of rehearsals were so much fun because we were actually making the new show, which premiered um, in July of 2018. So we were creating this new thing with the music, musical director and we got to meet some of the dancers that were at the rehearsals. And the whole thing was just like, this is so much fun, but like, it still doesn't seem real. Because no. everything was just like, you're moving to Orlando. You're going to be yeah. working in Disney. I was like, that can't be real. Right. So I had some gigs to finish up um, in July and August. And the boys then, the other two boys in the band moved out in June. So they had another few weeks of rehearsals, got to like test out the venue. And like, you know, because they'd never been on that stage before, run the show, all that kind of stuff. And then I was joining them at the beginning of August. So I arrived. 6th of August, so I flew over on my own, uh, was picked up by Wendy, one of the managers, who's amazing, and, you know, they were like, hey, you can come in and see the show one of the days, so you can kind of see what goes on, I'm like, I still have no idea what's happening, Um, then two days later, I was like, I was stuck into the show, and I was like, wow, this is it, like, straight away, it was amazing, like, it was such a whirlwind, because it happened so fast, and it was like, I don't still believe this is real, you know, it's surreal, yeah, it was a crazy experience, but so much fun. Absolutely so much fun. Yeah. Obviously, with you saying that your band, you kind of get put together, do you kind of get 
creative license over naming the band and all that kind of stuff or is it kind of like okay we've selected you three you are this band this is the name like how does it all work so what happens is like Dave would be on to us and he'd say well what do you think of ideas for names and we were a spitfire and then we came up with Tradgad because like the tuning a standard tuning for guitar is Dadgad D-A-D-G-A-D so that's the tuning of the strings so we thought Tradgad like traditional music Tradgad I would love be like a spin that. on words. That's, That's good. So yeah, cool. yeah. Amazing. Because a lot of people used to ask us, they were like, what does that mean? And we are like, yeah. oh, sorry. We had to explain <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. So cool though. So, and and so so you get you do the rehearsal in Dublin, you get over to Orlando. Had you been on vacation to Orlando before? Believe it or not, I had never been to Orlando before. I've been to America a few times. I have cousins over there and I'd done a bit of touring over there, but I'd never been to a Disney park never been to anything like that before in my life and it was my first time in Orlando so the whole thing for me was exciting and new I was like this is another world wow. it was so cool definitely yeah. well, obviously before you even got there like you said you hadn't really heard of the gig and to say Rag and Road is like one of those things so when you think of Disney Springs you think of Rag and Rose like it's such yeah. a big thing I would, so I would go as far to say it's like I, I would honestly go as far to say it's possibly the most popular like venue, Disney Springs yeah. I, don't, I don't know that's a well, alcohol wise probably oh definitely alcohol wise yeah yeah <laughs> so you're saying like yeah. you're joining this legacy that is already out there working of hundreds of people who probably worked there before you and now it's your yeah. time to shine on that stage like it's surreal it was amazing yeah because even now talking to people I'm like oh yeah I was over in Orlando working for a while they're like what were you doing I was like I was working this place called Ragnar Road and so many people say, oh, my God, I love that place or I've heard of this place. And I, yeah. you know, and I'm like, how had I never heard of this place before? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have I been living under a rock? Which clearly I have been, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're out of there now. It's all We've all been under rocks for the last year. So it's all yeah, fine. That's you know, very we've all true. experienced yeah. it. Um, but yeah, so talk us through um, what the general process was when you got to Orlando and being a part of um, the team at Raglan Road. So, I mean, when we got there, you know, I met with Wendy and like the next day and she talked me through like the rules of working for writing and that kind of stuff. Like the team was so welcoming though. Like everyone's really cool. The managers, again, because they're Irish, like, you know, they get the crack. It's like being in a home away from home, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You yeah. feel completely like surrounded by Irish people. You're like, this feels like I'm in Dublin, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the boys then, like they had already settled in for the last few months. Colin had been there a year previous to that as well he'd already done a contract before that with a different band so he knew the lay of the land he kind of understood the whole bank so I was just kind of blindly following along staring mm-hmm. up at everything in awe and um, for the first few months just kind of taking it all in you know I was just like I'm, I'm here to do a job I'm happy out and I'm just you know just delighted to be here you know yeah. so could you like tell us what a rough day would be like at Raglan like what would a, a schedule like what was your kind of day like Okay, so there was like, there was a few different shifts you could be put on. So the longest one probably was the main show with the dancers, which is definitely the most enjoyable one as well, because, you know, so it was four shows in the day. So you'd start at four o'clock and you'd be finished at 10 p.m. And, you know, the, the first show's an hour, the two middle ones are like 45, and then the last one's an hour as well. Um, or the first one used to be in an hour and a half, and then they split it down, so you have five shows. So because the dancers were coming up and down, like it kept you interested, you know, you could kind of have a bit of banter with them on the stage. And it was the show that people wanted to come and see the most because of the dancers. Yeah. Um, 
so and and it had a structure on it as well like there was backing tracks there was you know it was a lot of fun to perform so that was my favorite one but it was definitely the longest one then sometimes you could be put on the late night show which was closed main which would usually be taken by the closed main band but when they had their days off you had to fill in so of course we'd get the quiet days and that was sometimes it could be horrendous like the slowest nights there could be 10 people there they mightn't even be listening to you and like there's only three of you on stage no backing tracks so you have to play you know more you have to perform Mm -hmm. more to kind of keep people engaged plus it's like 10 30 until 1 a.m so you're like god and it's straight through so that was definitely the toughest in terms of like you'd be exhausted afterwards and if you know if you know there was nobody there you're like why am I here what am I doing here (laughs) but then you could have amazing nights and it would all be worth it again I think the thing is with um like Irish music and um is is that it is all about the energy and the soul that comes with it I I don't it's not just a pop song you know it is it is all Mm -hmm. about the like the vibe and the feeling so I, I can't imagine like I mean we would get like that when it like peak of summer and nobody's and nobody's eating in the restaurant because they're all doing food and wine and it would be like mm-hmm. oh okay nobody like we're standing around doing nothing but I can't imagine it like at least we can just like go into the kitchen and hang out if we have to like if we if we want to you know but the fact that you've still yeah. got to perform right like just because there's 10 people you're that's still that's still your job exactly yeah like it's it's tough and but then you know on a quiet night like that someone could come up to you in the end of the end of the show when you're taking all the gear down and they could be like thank you so much we mm-hmm. really enjoyed that like they could have been just happily sitting back yeah. listening quietly you know and they're like you made our night we really enjoyed this and that would make it worth it then as well of course you know like if one person came up and said that then it was completely worth Definitely. it did you ever get the whole oh my god i'm actually irish as well <laughs> all the time oh my god <laughs> it's like do you know my cousins in Kerry? i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> what i, I love is I love the whole, um, oh my God, so you're Scottish? And like, yeah, they're like, your English is so good. I'm like, thank you so much. I've tried so hard. Yeah. No. <laughs> Honestly, but it is but it is true though. You laugh at the whole, I'm Irish, but actually they are. They are. Yeah. No, everywhere oh, yeah. in America, they are descended from all these countries. So to them, they're so excited to be talking to someone who is actually from Ireland because it's not as common. So I bet you they come up and ask all about it. Oh yeah, all the time, yeah. And like, even some of them then will come up and they're like, oh, like I play Irish music too. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Cool. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes if you're, in, if you're in the form, like you could get, you know, have a great chat with them. But if you're tired or just not in the right frame of mind, just like, I really couldn't be Irish talking to you right now. Yeah. But of course you have to put the smile on. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's the, the thing. Put the big act like... on. Did you, did you find that, like, obviously, like you said, you've been touring pretty much your whole life. Like, music has always been a part of your life. Did you feel that there was a difference performing in these other venues and these other shows that you've done, but then adding Disney on top of that was, did you feel that extra level of, like, expectation because you were working for the Disney company? Definitely, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, the gigs that I would have been doing before this were, like, pure traditional gigs where it was, like, you know, you're usually sitting down on the stage. It's very relaxed. Um, and it's all about the music you're not so much performing yeah. dramatically in a way it's, mm-hmm. it's all about like the pure tradition so this was like you have to do you know move around the stage and put the big smile on and 
like it's definitely like you have to think in a different way because you're mm-hmm. performing a completely different type of thing yeah what this is probably just a me question rather than everybody else cares question but do you guys get costumes like how does it work because obviously we'll go to costume and get a costume do you guys get like a budget or like the dancers do you know about them like where do they all get these costumes from yeah so the dancers have set costumes that they've had for the last few years so like they all have to wear the same dresses and then they'd have like maybe i think there's maybe six dresses that they can go through like for costume changes and that are different colors and stuff like that so they're provided by the company and then for us and for the musicians when I first arrived there they were like oh yeah we'll get you a costume we'll get you a costume because like they just dress us in kind of like ordinary like nice classy clothes yeah. mm-hmm. um, but they, did, they didn't dress me for the first year that I was there so I just kept like wearing my own clothes just kind of hoping that it would work yeah. um, but then the last year then they got me an outfit which was absolutely fab and I, it was just that outfit every single day so it kind of took the pressure off it's like having a school uniform in a way mm-hmm. like yeah. grand I'll just put it on and I'll be fine Definitely. do they like wash that and get that ready for you as well oh no I'd bring it home every night and, oh, okay. and I had like I had three of the same thing so, yeah. so that like, makes it easier wearing, and, yeah had them in rotation i mean yeah. i'll be honest like you, i don't know i'm sure you've heard like heard this from other customers before but obviously if you work in the parks um and the resorts you can just drop off your clothes to costuming and they'll wash it for you and i was i know right i was so lazy so I, I was so lazy i never did my laundry i was like if they're um, gonna clean it for me i'm absolutely not there was people that would do it every day like come in like wash their clothes every day come in the costume i'm like i'm not I it as I'm well not, yeah I was like I am oh, not wow. doing this like absolutely not no way um <laughs> no no um, I mean our, like cleaning clothes is one thing but ironing is just another level of yeah no, no way the worst no. the worst but obviously yeah. talking about like ironing like washing and stuff for your housing it's totally different to ours doesn't it so what is your housing experience like oh the housing experience was amazing so they the company Halcyon is the entertainment company that hires so, and they're part of Raglan Road. So they organize everything for us, the flights, the visa, the accommodation and the transportation. So each band, well, when we first got out there, each band had their own car. And then after a while, it was like, there was a car for every shift. So oh, there was okay. a way to get in. Um, so we were living in a complex out near Champions Gate wow, um, called okay. VP. So they and like- Champions Gate is in... beautiful firstly, like it's such oh, a beautiful so nice. like resort area. Yeah, it was fab. Um, so there was a good few apartments and it was a mixture of dancers and musicians. So like you weren't living with your band members as well. Right. So like, just in case you got sick of them or anything, yeah. um, which which could easily happen. Um, but uh, so then we had like a pool, we had the gym, we had a jacuzzi, there was like a tiki area where we'd all go hang out in the evenings. And it was just like, we were all like a big family. There was always a group socializing drinking somewhere so at all hours of the day if you weren't on or anything like that and it was just such a fun feeling it was it was so much fun yeah it sounds like a bit of a glow up um from Vista Way and Chatham Square and all that stuff it really does I'm jealous but yeah sorry Sophie yeah obviously like since you were all kind of a big family did you guys do like a lot of social things together like nights out doing like things on your days off is that a big thing as a group yeah so uh, well the way that days off worked uh, worked was like no one there was all there's always a show on in Raglan mm-hmm. so you know if you're in you're usually only able to hang out with your own band members or the dancers that are off on the same day as you because the other bands are on if you're not if that makes right. sense yeah um so the first year that I was there 
Um, I mean, because we work such unsociable hours as well, like we're usually working either until 10 p.m. or 1 a.m. So like going on a night out downtown or something, you're usually too late by the time you get there. Like it's not worth it. So we did do the odd night out where we went downtown to Chillers. And Chillers. that was that was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like that would happen the odd time. But most of the time, if we wanted to hang out, like we just all meet up at the Tiki afterwards and just have drinks there because it was mm-hmm. just handier. And then, yeah. you know, go around from apartment to apartment. Like, and we still had such fun, you know, and even sometimes hanging in the hot tub until six in the morning, you know, <laughs> that was so much more relaxed than going into going downtown it sounds amazing but I'm almost quite sad that we don't get the chance because I'm sure there are other little pockets of Disney as well where it's it's not even operating participants but they're like just little chunks of Disney that are slightly out of the bubble and I think like especially when you think like as UK reps and you guys being in Southern Ireland like it does I think there would naturally be that bond there you know and I think it's almost a shame that we don't we don't get to mingle with you guys on like a social yeah. level as much as we'd like to. Um, so that's one that one thing I've reflected on there. But I also just wanted to um, ask you what the visa situation is, because you mentioned contracts and is it something, because with, with the um, CRP, you get a year and then you have to go home. You have to wait a year from the date that you left to reapply for the programme. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time in between. Yeah. Um, no, for us, it's, it's actually quite good for us because we're on a P3 visa, which is like a cultural thing. So it's like the job that we're doing is specific to our country and no one in the country that we're going to can do that job. So it's easier for us. And plus, when you go into the embassy in Dublin and they're like, oh, so where are you going? It's like Raglan Road, Orlando. And they're like, oh, yeah, grand cool. You're done. Like, they, they <laughs> like another one. Oh, yeah. It's like five seconds. Yeah, you're done. Because like the first time I went, there was someone like you know obviously it's all very serious and there was people in front of me being interviewed for ages and I was like getting really nervous I was like oh my god what am I going to say what are they going to say to me literally my interview took 10 seconds where are you going Rising Road oh yeah Grand Curl that'll be approved there you go insane (laughs) I was like are you serious have I missed something like what the but it was great So so that was it's all sorted for us, yeah. Well, all of, so all of you that work at Raglan Road have to be Irish, is that correct? No, no, there's a few of them. So we had, actually, our dance captain, Connor Ryan, he is, well, he's born in Waterford, but he lives in London. And um, so he would be, like, he would have UK citizenship. Then there was a few, we had a few Scottish. We had some American dancers and, do we have some? Um, yeah, no, yeah. So, like, from everywhere, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, we don't know that because we just assume like oh everybody's Irish you know yeah. we're all from Ireland it's actually cool actually I do remember seeing a, a show and the guy had a Scottish accent and I was thinking going I, I don't right. has your accent morphed since being in America <laughs> I can't tell at the minute so I'm just gonna I'm gonna yeah. assume you're Irish it's, it's, yeah. You know, it's, yeah I know it's such a shame as well that like because at the end of the day as much as I mean obviously the way that Epcot is running right now and I'm sure even Raglan is running is with um assuming that Raglan's still open right now like it's it's being run by Americans ultimately like it's being run by the local community um but at the end of the day the authenticity is the thing that draws people into these locations like I've spoken to loads of people um that that say that World Showcase isn't the same right now. Like it's almost taken the attraction away from it. I think the same with Raglan would stand as well. And going mm. along with this like P3 visa thing, like at the end of the day, 
the UK representatives are sort of in a similar boat as well, where as, as much as you can yeah. get someone else to serve food, it's, that's not what it's about. That's the that's the basic part. It's it's everything else that comes with it. So mm-hmm. um, I wanted to mm-hmm. ask as well, um, um, how how long you worked at Raglan Four? So I first signed on. So they usually only do six month contracts. Um, but when Dave was on to me, he's like, "You're probably going to be there for a year." So right. I went out and I signed my first six month six month contract, and then that brought me up to like just after Christmas. Yeah. So once your six months is up you can take like a two-week holiday and um, right. so the first year I flew home I surprised my parents and flew home just after Christmas because I'd missed Christmas and then so and, it, and we had to come home to renew our visas so we came home renewed our visas we're here for like a week and then went back um, and then when I signed my next contract so I was there overall for two years wow That's yeah so, so four great. contracts yeah, oh. and it's, yeah and I for you it. you still loved it at the end as much as you loved it at the start definitely yes I definitely think that my band member Colin had a big part to play in that like we didn't know each other at all when we first met like I'd never met this guy before he actually stayed with us for a week during rehearsals and we just got on so well he's such an amazing person plus he's a really really talented singer he actually has a new single coming out on the 19th of February like he is he's amazing he's on Spotify he's really good um, but like he's like my brother now like we became so close that like because we're spending every moment together and like arranging a music together because we're both so passionate about it like we both had the same work ethic where we wanted to be you know like the show stays the same but then there's certain slots where you can do your own songs and your own sets of tunes and you know like if you're doing the same thing all the time you're going to get a bit sick of it so we always wanted to change things up and work on new sets and things together because we're like you know what even if there's nobody here there could be one person in the crowd that will you know that could be really important or anything like that and you want to impress so yeah. we had that same thing of we want to put the best foot forward all yeah, the time definitely. so I mean him like Colin definitely kept me sane and like you know because you could get bored of the gig very easily um but because of him it was enjoyable until was the fresh. very end that's amazing yeah. I, I mean I, I don't want to miss out on the fact to say that you are a fiddle player as well. Fiddle fiddle player, right? Because we yeah, haven't even said that, player, I don't yeah. think. We've not even covered that. No. So I just oh, wanted yeah. to... I was, I I was like, like, what does this girl do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a server, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, Kira's obviously yeah. Um, a fiddle player. And um, I mean, when it comes to um, the career you're leading now, obviously with lockdown, it's such a hard time for artists and creatives. Um, mm. Have you managed to stay in, in that creative mind frame, even though things have been rough? Um, well, the first few months, I definitely fell out of it a little bit. Like I just didn't want to think anything music at all. I just needed yeah. a break from it. I was like, no, I was, I was in a really bad headspace anyway, because the way we were, the way we got sent home, um, of course, like the company just did what they could. So like I was in work on the, 16th and then and and we were hearing of this stuff and we heard that the parks were closing in places but we still didn't know what was going to happen to us we didn't know what Rags was doing and then the next morning one of my roommates knocked on my door and he's like one of the managers is coming to speak to us you need to get up now and this is at 10 a.m and I was like okay and the manager comes in and they're like um we're so sorry but we booked you all flights you have to be in the airport in two hours pack up everything now you have to leave so that whole thing was just a complete shock. Now, like the company were so good. They arranged the flights, like they got us to the airport and, and they were doing what they thought was best. 
Yeah. Because of course nobody knew what was happening, so you understand it. But like I arrived home, I don't know, ten hours later on St. Patrick's Day in complete shock. Mm-hmm. Like I and I just I think I cried for like a month. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, so like half of my stuff is still over in America. Like I only had wow. one suitcase to bring home because my fiddle was um my hand luggage, obviously. Um so like half my stuff is still over there. Um, you know, I was kind of not sure whether I was gonna be going back or not. So I was kind of putting things on hold waiting for writing to happen again um but and they've been back up and running since June which is fantastic with all the American dancers and some local American musicians um and then it was like I was playing some music with my dad we did some online gigs together which was nice but you know because there's literally nothing happening for us right now there's no gigs happening there's nothing at all to be looking forward to so I'm actually finding it quite difficult to motivate myself to even practice yeah, like I teach online, like I teach fiddle classes and harp classes online. So that like gives me something to like kind of focus on. Yeah. But other than that, musically, I'm I'm really struggling with it at the moment. It's so hard for anyone in the creative industry, music, acting, all that, everything. It's so difficult right now. But yeah. it's just that hope that, you know, little things, a glimmer of light is starting to show. You know, we've spoke to a few people on the show the other day saying they've started to get called back for entertainment at Walt Disney World. So piece oh, by nice. piece, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's probably we're just as similar to us, like we're as close together right now, but it's a shit show over here. Like it is a total shit show. Yeah. And you know, that's our not to make it political, but that's just how it's going, you know, the government how it's the government's going but hopefully you know we start to see this glimmer of light come out for us as well and then we'll all get yeah. to go back over and make that magic but is that something you would like to do if you know Raglan get in touch with you say a few months time and said get back over here right now we want you yeah definitely it's something that I I feel like I'm not finished yet you know mm-hmm. like it was cut so short my my contract wasn't up yet and I feel like you know you didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to the place you know there's yeah. a few people that like there's some people that used to come in every single day there was a regular his name was bill and he was in every single day sat in the same place at the bar he knew now he saw the same show every day nothing changed but he still loved it and he would always come up and say hello he was such a nice man like this real elderly man and like any kind of event like st patrick's day or some holiday he'd bring cupcakes into us all you know he knew us all by name he was so nice you know there's people like that that you feel like you you know you want to go back and say you goodbye. have a connection yeah. there, even though they're even though they yeah. are a guest as such they're still you have a connection with those people 100 yeah and i mean even as well some of the servers over there like i made so many great friends yeah that you know we did again didn't get to say goodbye to so i mean yeah i would definitely go back for a short contract i'm actually hoping to go back to college next september so oh, if, wow yeah if they want to fit me in before that that'd be yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> but fingers crossed you get to go back because we would love to come come and see you and come on holiday and get oh, yeah. to see you but um obviously we are coming to an end but we always like to ask people what would you say was the highlight of your experience oh okay um I mean the first time getting up to do the show was just so exciting because it was so brand new and it was just like this whole new thing was amazing but then the first like because obviously the dancers are like now I'm six foot one I'm a big girl right and as well I'm in heels so I'm, I'm huge. Colin, God bless him, is very short. So I look like a giant <laughs> on the stage. And then the dancers are all petite. They're all fabulous dancers. Right? They're all gorgeous. And again, all half my height. So I'm here looming over them in the background, right, as they come up on stage. So obviously, if like a little girl comes in who wants to meet some of the princesses, they'll always ask for the dancers. And that's just it. Like, that's totally fair because they have yeah. this lovely, lovely hair. The dress is fab. 
but one day one of the managers came into the back and they were like oh there's a little girl outside it's for you Kira I was like for me oh my god I was so excited so I went out and this little girl was like I really wanted to meet you because you're an Irish princess will you sign my princess book and I nearly died I was (laughs) so touched I was like of course I will I loved so the mom like took pictures of me and stuff I was (sighs) chuffed Brilliant. I felt so special. I was like, yeah. I'm an Irish princess. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so nice. That was definitely the highlight because I was like, that just meant so much to me. Yeah. Like, it really did. It was so nice. Yeah. And those are the moments you'll never forget. You're going to be like, oh, you remember that little girl and asking that. And those pictures as well. Like, it's such a nice memory. But, oh, yeah. that's touched our hearts there. So I'm afraid to know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we have one um, final question for you, Kira. And um, mm-hmm. I know that we'd all love to be playing in the Disney parks right now. So if you could be in any Disney park resort, cruise line area, anywhere Disney in the world right now, where would you go and what would you do? I would be on the main street of Magic Kingdom waiting for the fireworks because yeah. that is like, I remember the first time I saw those fireworks, I bawled my eyes out. Yeah. It was amazing. I would Especially. just love to be back there just with like a Starbucks in hand and watching the fireworks to source. That would be amazing. Brilliant. Oh, well, we have loved having you on today and if all goes right, this should be St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so happy St. Patrick's God. Day. <laughs> thank you so much. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you too. Of course. Oh, we've loved having you on, but thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Of it was course. so great talking to you both. It's been such a pleasure, Kira. And like we said, we hope that you can be back um, doing your thing sooner rather than later because everyone needs a six foot one Irish princess in their life. And I know that we're exactly. calling you back ASAP. So just want to say a huge well, thank, thank you, you to Kira, everyone. Woo! Woo! <laughs> thank you so much. Of thank course, you. no worries. So this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone. And bye for now. Bye.